So here's the question. In the print and packaging supply chain, how do we deliver new ideas and innovative practices to continually improve your profit, your brand, and your quality? Welcome to the Gamut Podcast, and I am your host, Jeff Collins, Director of Print Technologies for ID Alliance. We are a nonprofit global think tank serving the graphic communications industry with 12 offices strategically located around the world to better support our membership. You can support the Gamut Podcast and content like this by becoming a member at ID Alliance by going to www.idalliance.org. I would also like to thank Konica Minolta for sponsoring this podcast. They are a world leader in industrial and commercial printing and packaging solutions. On today's Gamut Podcast, we have Tim Beckley, the ID Alliance CEO, back on again. Good morning, Tim. Glad to have you back. Jeff, good morning to you. It's always nice to uh, catch up with you formally. Oh, most definitely, Tim. And uh, we get to talk um, often. Obviously, we work together and we get into some really deep subjects, subjects about spirituality, virtues, ethics, uh, you know, and it crosses, you know, the spectrum, business, personal life, uh, media, politics, etc. And we got onto the subject of the damage that an echo chamber can do and the reasons behind those echo chambers, how to identify them, how to make sure that you're open to criticism and uh, you stay focused on uh, truly serving people. Well, there's a lot of different reasons behind it. You know, one of the things that I love, you know, of our culture and our, in our organizations that we have, it's really a culture of community that we have with one another and we, and we practice our core values and, 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 and really share with one another on a, on a deeply personal level. And one of the, one of the things that I really appreciate with you is, is that, you know, you and I have, have really deeply personal conversations and spiritual conversations and, and, and conversations that, that cross the myriad of life. So, you know, in one minute you and I are talking about uh, projects and business and brands and color and characterizations and targets and da, 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 da. And then all of a sudden we're off on a tangent talking about life and, um, and, or you're talking about books you're reading or a book I'm reading or, or what may be going on. And, it's, and, and I, and I love that because those are the important things in life and, and it really, uh, stimulates, um, my brain and um, and things that keep things moving because that stimulation of, of thinking and outside thinking and I call it upside down thinking or outside in thinking uh, really makes things move and a lot of you know our culture is really built on uh, on creativity and and, mm-hmm. and and having everybody having a voice at the table and and having that be done so I was thinking about a couple of things so I was thinking about a, a beautiful quote from Maya Angelou, who I love. Uh, and she said, courage is the most important of all virtues because without courage, you can't practice any other virtue consistently. You can practice any virtue radically, but nothing consistently without courage. And that got me thinking about a conversation you and I were having about tolerance and acceptance, mm-hmm. um, which really pertain to everything in life. And at its at its roots, seems so fundamentally understandable. Yeah, and and really go back to character 
and saying, hey, this is simple. Tolerance, acceptance, and compassion. And you can interchange tolerance and acceptance with many other adjectives that really sure. mean the same thing. But as society as a whole, and, and it varies greatly around the world, um, we don't practice that. We, we actually right. turn that and flip it and destroy people uh, by not being tolerant and accepting. Mm-hmm. And then it got me thinking about this echo chamber and everything, especially in today's society um, that we live in because of the world that we live in today of, uh, of, of social media and access to anything and uh, everybody's an expert on everything. Um, you know, perhaps there's a lack of integrity in journalism in everything, including within an sure. in industry um, that it becomes an echo chamber. And, and, and I was thinking about our, our very own industry because I remember uh, for, for as long as I can remember, uh, people used to call when they used to write articles and get information, get quotes and talk about business. Now people just write things and it could be whatever. And um, it doesn't matter if it's factual, true, exact, right, wrong. It's just simply this is my opinion and people read it. And then that's, that's the echo chamber. And then yeah. you have everything else out there. That's simply just a pit, mostly op-eds or their advertisements and, right. and people taken for what they are. And, and part of the issue, um, that I was thinking about tying it back to tolerance and acceptance and, 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 and removing yourself from an echo chamber because it's so dangerous is that you have to, you have to have creativity. Mm -hmm. You have to have free thought. You have to be able to think for yourself at all because it all begins with self and you have to be able to move things ahead based upon having dissent you know, people yeah. that don't agree with you and, and, and that's a wonderful thing. And, and also having the ability to freely think or believe or do something differently based upon your own circumstances or your uh, the circumstances surround you. But the echo chamber sometimes gets us stuck into a position where it reinforces oh, existing views. Courage is so important. It takes a lot of humility. At least that's uh, what I found in uh, my experience. Uh, I'm not trying to preach here or anything, but uh, you know that quote from Patton comes to mind that uh, if we're all thinking alike, uh, then nobody's thinking. And I remember in my military experience or early on, Coming back from, I think it was either an after action review or an after action report uh, or a uh, uh, a patrol debrief after a combat patrol. But it was either our CO or an XO executive officer said, gents, no thin skins. And I mean, we had to be honest and we had to tell the truth. You had to be humble. You had to tolerate criticism. If you didn't uh, and you weren't truthful and you weren't uh, open to improvement, um, you know, people got killed and literally that's what would happen. So, you know, courage, it takes courage to to be tolerant. It takes courage to take criticism. And uh, when I found myself in those echo chambers in business, it's, it's quite deceiving and uh, you don't quite feel that pain and suffering until it's too late. Uh, or, you know, you, you, for me, it was just, you know, something's not right here. I'm starting to censor everything that I say or many of the things that I want to say. I don't say them for fear of retaliation. And uh, 
you know, eventually when the pain becomes enough and it, as it did with me, um, I, I, I saw, you know, I looked for change. And That's if, you're so right. I mean, I mean, courage is the inner resolution to go forward despite obstacles, and that that's and and you and I and all of us and everyone we talk with internally and especially people we're close to externally, we talk about vulnerabilities. We practice vulnerabilities, and this is something we talk to and practice as as people. And this is why we're the attraction to one another is so deep is that the ability to be vulnerable, like you said, and the words you just shared, and thank you for sharing that. And the, the way you share and the way we share together is because you have to practice vulnerability. You know, we talk, I, I pr- try to practice vulnerability every day and, um, and talk about my unbelievable shortcomings, um, and talk about making certain that, um, that, you know, I can be a tremendous pill when I want to be. And we, we laugh about that and joke about it, but I mean it sincerely. And, and, but it's all about what are we doing for the greater good? And, and, right. and when you talked about the reinforcement of existing views and, and being in the X chamber, for example, in, you know, in our industry, you have articles that go out, you have, you know, you should do this. This is the way the industry is going. This is the X percent of growth uh, or things are declining. Print is dead. Yeah. It's convergence. Well, you know, I, I think, you know, that certainly falls into echo chamber. So, you know, I think if you step outside of that, it becomes what's good for you as a person, because if you're, if you're just looking for reinforcement for your existing views, let's say, let's, for example, say this, if you have a business that's not doing well and somebody else is constantly talking about Prentice debt, which is not true at all, completely false. And and you're hearing that, that's your, see, I told you, and you can go home and tell everybody, you know what, I, that's exactly what's happening. That's just reinforcing. It's like, it's like putting over an, uh, an underpass in your driveway so you can spray paint it with all of your anger and emotions of this sucks right now. It's terrible. We're in a bad time. And what people do is they talk about, I remember when back in such and such a time, things were incredible. Or I re- I won an award for X. Yeah. Look, I'm not sure if that ever mattered. If anybody right. ever cares, you know, there's lots of, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I've never kept an award that I've ever won because at the end of the day, I've never had anybody ask me, hey, excuse me a second, um, back in 1990, did you happen to win? There's no, it, it has no relevance because if we live day to day and for today of working and serving with one another, the past is the past. It's kind of, it's kind of constantly looking at last year's numbers rather than concentrating on today's work. There's that, you know, it's funny. There's another quote that comes to mind and uh, it goes, it rhymes. So hold on for a second. Yesterday's the past. Tomorrow's a mystery. No, yesterday's history. Tomorrow's a mystery. And today is a gift. That's why they call it the present. So the present's a gift. And if I had uh, followed that simple advice of staying uh, in the present, staying focused and not worrying about the past, which saps your confidence, at least it does with me. And, you know, worrying about, you know, being embarrassed or shamed about uh, past mistakes and having the courage to 
really uh, let that go and having the courage to ignore uh, what what's in it for me, you know, and that's the future. Uh, what hey, you st- we start to manipulate things and uh, try to uh, 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 force outcomes that uh, we, some, we don't have any control over, but I do have control over it. What I do have control over is today. So, no, absolutely, hundred percent. And you know, I you know, I certainly make mistakes and and and, and move forward. One of the greatest lessons in life are mistakes. And 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 you pause. You know, a lot of you and I talk a lot about. Sometimes you have to pause, step away, and respond because certain things drive you mad. Uh, certain people drive you mad, and uh, certain situations drive you mad. And uh, and certainly you have to respond to things. Yet they might not be something you want to to manage through, but you have to manage through it. But before you do, you have to get your faculties in place, and you have to be in the right state of mind. And and I was trying to find the right word for that, and I'm glad Maya Angelou had the right word in in her quote, which is virtue, because the virtues of practicing, you know certain things like courage and practicing ethics and practicing integrity and honesty, um, those can never be uh, left aside. And if you're doing those things and laying your head down at night and not having to say you're sorry, um, then, then that's a, that's a good way to live. But you know, when, when you find yourself in, in an echo chamber as a business, you know, and yeah, or a business person, and you're thinking about, you know, what can I do to make my business better? Is it buying a completely new technology? Is it completely changing my business structure? It may be as simple as asking yourself a question of saying, do what we do amazingly well. And it comes down to aligning expenses with revenue and practicing what you do to an unbelievable level. Because, you know, a lot of times people go into business um, and uh, it's like anything like they might not be exceptional in business in regards to the practice of running the financials of a business, right. but they can learn that along the way. And sometimes people get upside down in that regard. It's like, but any professions that way there, there are incredible doctors and there's not such good doctors. There's psychiatry and, and, and lawyers and, and, and every single profession has this in, in every regard. Our industry is, is, is no different than anything else. But if we, if we listen within the echo chamber to sometimes opining or op-eds or personal opinions or maybe perhaps lack of uh, journalistic integrity or misinformation or don't stop and ask the questions of where did this information come from? What's the history of an information? Does this person, as they traveled, they learned this, where did this information come from? Um, And it's not saying that they're right or wrong. It's just looking more deeply and saying, does this apply to me? Or are you just certain validating somebody's existing views to make yourself feel better or saying, okay, I want to pivot on decision and go forward. Or what do I need to do for myself and my organization to move forward based upon a decision? And that's courage. It's not comfort. Yeah. Choosing, choosing courage over comfort is, is is a difficult task and, um, and change really falls into that. You know, you know, I, I have found in my own personal life and, and, and many others, when you, when change happens, it's only when you personally are at the point of grace and desperation and you absolutely 
are 100% on board and committed to making that happen. If somebody's telling you you need to change or this is what you need to do, or this is what you should do, you're not bought into it. Right. But, but if you're committed to it and you're saying this is what I need to do and I must do it and I, I have to do it and this is what we're going to do, and it could be anything, you're going to do it because you are 100% in. And you've got to be in in order to carry things through. It's like, and that's practicing virtues, practicing principles, practicing following through. Because if you're not in, you know, I in, it's, it's never going to be followed through. And, and, and that's commitment. Well, definitely. I mean, we talk about uh, the uh, ability to change a culture and a business. And we look at uh, where it usually fails. And there's, it's always that, uh, there's not full commitment. Everybody's not on board. And it doesn't mean it's an echo chamber. It just means that we're on board with our values, I think, and uh, definitely with us as far as service and serving others. But, uh, you know, that, that n- no doubt about it. And it's wonderful to see it when you walk into a plant or a company that has a buy-in on concepts like continual improvement and what we're doing with process control and improving quality in the print industry. And you see that commitment top down. It's a wonderful thing. We do this, you know, within ID Alliance, you know, we're, we focus on being keenly aware of what's going on around us, but we also have blinders on dead straight focus on where we're going and what we're doing, making sure that we are serving the people that we're literally aligned to serve and making sure that, you know, I would say on script, but we're also, we never lose sight of that word service. But at the same time, we're making sure we're focused on a couple very deeply important things. And that's that the work we do matters and the work we do matters in the fact that the work that we're doing and creating collectively within ID Alliance and the work we do with within the working groups and, mm-hmm. and standardizations and specifications and practices and development and everyone else that contributes to ID Alliance, that all of this comes back to the industry in order to propel the industry, make businesses better, increase proper profitability, streamline processes, and actually increase the ability for a business to grow, for people to learn, uh, to gain knowledge, and to ultimately make every part of facet of a business better. And, right. and and we talk about this. And if we weren't doing that, ID Alliance wouldn't need to exist. Literally, we would not need to exist. Yes. You're really understanding your role and what lane you're in. And, the, you know, if fitting, you know, not, you know, sometimes we, we try to, you know, fit into too many uh, different disciplines, right? As a business or whatever. I, you know, I've read somewhere um, about uh, a company that says, you know, we're not trying to take over your process. We're trying to fit into your process to be in sync with what, you know, your goals and your values are as a business and, uh, and to serve you in that aspect. And I think a lot of, I think that's what we do a lot of the time. We know what our lane is in, uh, the industry and we're there to, you, you take us and fit us into your process. I mean, what we're talking about with, uh, standards, specifications, you know, improve do all the things that you mentioned before with, you know, improving efficiency, improving the bottom line, you know, uh, doing things that will change your quality culture 
Right. right. That's and it, quality it, fits it, everywhere, right? Pretty and, much. And, that, and that alignment is, is much bigger than us as ID Alliance staff globally and, and, and certainly me. Um, uh, you know, for example, it, it, I was on a working group call this morning and, and I'm working group calls all the time. But if, if I, if I ask, if for some reason, if I miss a working group, cause I'm traveling overseas, a call and, and or something happens. I am looking after uh, taking taking my kids somewhere, or something. God forbid happens. Those meetings still take place because yeah. the commitment of others and the work that is being done on behalf of the organization in the lane that we're driving towards the work that we're doing is so focused. It it's it's a work of all and many that make that possible, and not the work of one. And, and that's amazing to watch that. So to your point, you know, you know, you can't be everything to everybody because if you try to be, you'll fail and you have to know. And that's what my point, when I said at the very beginning, um, you know, if you diversification is a wonderful thing, as long as you have the skills and the ability to execute in that most importantly, if you know who your customers are prior to going into that execution is a very important part of business. Uh, but if you do what you do amazingly well, then you're in a very good position. There was a wonderful podcast I heard uh, that you did, Jeff, with um, uh, Diego Diaz from Bernard Group, oh, yeah. um, talking about hit the growth of, of the Bernard Group and what they're doing. And, and, and they're in a very unique, finite lane, but how they grew, but they stayed as a startup mentality culture, now grown into a very uh, large uh, organization based upon how many staff they have, but what they do has not changed, but who they serve is unbelievable. Right. And, uh, but, and how they then took all the talent they have and they bring that to people that they serve, such as Adidas and New Balance and Sephora and Bayer, these massive brands of, of making sure that they're sharing the knowledge and saying, hey, have you thought about this? And, it, and that's the upside down, outside in thinking of saying, hey, what about this? What about this? Because that is where you create beautiful partnerships. And that's knowing your business. Right. And, and, and bring it together. So I, I, I really like that. I really like to hear that. And there's so many great podcasts out, out there uh, from people that in the industry that share the work that they do. I just singled him out because it was, I think it was this week's podcast. Yeah. But the other thing was it ties into our work as well. When we talk about, for example, just one of the, one of the things that we do as an organization is is G7. That's one of the, one of the programs that we do, one of the standards that we do specifications in printing, uh, that's now being revised into one, two, six, four, seven dash two ISO standard. But it's not, that's not all that we do as an organization by far, but what we're working on is, is globally. And it's, it's a massive program globally is making sure as a, as an organization of stewardship that we're encouraging companies to do more with it in the fact that not to make themselves a process control driven culture, uh, to implement it, that it's not a certificate. It's not a sticker. It's not a flag the wave and say here, I, okay, we're doing this because it's a practice and it's a practice across all methodologies in a facility, which reduces costs, reduces waste, increases profitability. It creates an unbelievable, similar, remarkable visual appearance and creates only one file, one separation, one aim point, one calibration. So it, it, it's a, it's a thing that transforms a business. And my point about this is that 
if you're in the manufacturing business of printing or packaging, your capital equipment is the reason you exist, I mean, what you produce. So your color reports are as important as your profit and loss statements and, you, and as important as your balance sheets and your cash flow statements. And if you're not producing those daily, weekly, monthly, measuring those and have a process involved, you're really missing the mark because those are the things that measure consistency and performance and show that's the right. gaps in the business because that's, right. that's the equipment that's producing all those reports that's mm-hmm. on the financial level that you're outputting. And that's the most important thing. And it also gives ownership to the staff for knowledge, for ownership, for accountability, for making sure you can close the gaps, for where you can find automation gaps, where you can increase personnel learning, where you need, where you perhaps need more staff, where you might need more personnel to learn. Uh, I was in a place over in Southeast Asia. Uh, incredible facility. The owner of this place is unbelievable. Uh, amazing owner. Uh, star printing. And, star, yeah. Uh, yeah, and and incredible guy. And um, are you talking about Thane? No, this is this is uh, star printing. They're different. We had a, we had a, we had a uh, we had a training over there. Um, um, oh, you're talking about stuff. press seven. You're talking about oh, press uh, seven. Sorry, Press 7. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Press 7. Amazing owner. Uh, and um, well, they're both amazing owners. Sorry, I didn't mean to mix that yeah, up. No and uh, they're both amazing owners. But, uh, you know, I had a chance to spend time with both of them. And um, so if they're, if they're listening, they're both amazing people. But spending time with Press 7, you know, he had built the business from from nothing into this monster of an organization. And the day I met him, he was eating lunch with his employees, which is amazing. He feeds employees every day. And the next day, uh, he wanted to talk and he was actually working on a press and this is a facility that has hundreds and hundreds of employees. And I was like, this is incredible. I love it. And, uh, on the walls of his facility had the values of his company and the, and he, and he talked to me about him, how important they were to the organization. And, and he walked me through the, 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 the buildings, they had this big, huge campus. And, um, he would say, this person over here is my right hand person. If it wasn't for them, I, I, we would not be alive. And he, and he meant every word of it. Yeah. And, um, and he was talking about how everything is important, has a piece of the puzzle. And he says, we can't have one person hold institutional, institutional knowledge. We have to have many more people go through this. We're talking about our G7 program so that we can spread this knowledge across our facility. This is a person that practices sharing and giving and, and certainly how he, he embeds himself in his business that even though he's a CEO of a, of a major massive packaging organization, he still puts on his, his jumper and goes down to the, the, um, the press room and fixes presses. And, um, humility, that is wonderful humi- virtue. It. That's exactly you. So, such humility in that. Well, you know, we've been around for idealized been around for donkey's years and, 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 but we, <laughs> we, we hold the mentality for a startup. And one of the things, one of our core values is, you know, is, is empowering others. And, and part of that is being visible and making sure that we're sharing and empowering others through every single work that we do that every single work that we do as individuals, all of us, because titles don't matter, we're not a hierarchical organization, is that it affects all of us. And, th- and the way we practice that is being stewards to each other, but also empowering one another. 
and it doesn't matter what position that is, but we encourage and empower. And it's also about visibility and it's also about compassionate leadership um, and, and then also driving a culture of creativity because I always say creativity is, is not a divine act. It's a lightning strike. And, and if you, and it takes so much work. If we think about any organization, and, but if I, if I just put this with an ID Alliance or any company I've ever owned or built, but just ID Alliance, it's the same painstaking work to bring any program to life because you have so many things to consider of what you're building, where the market is and creating that market, making sure it's there, doing a pre-autopsy, autopsy, yeah. final autopsy, in the program, test market. And, 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 it, and it's blood, sweat, tears, and the effort that goes into it is overwhelming. But what comes out once you actually do all these little meter steps of creating the process of, because it's not a divine act, is so worth it and it becomes perennial. But if you if you're not practicing creating perennial things, they're only short lived and they disappear. So that's can only be done outside of an echo chamber, because one of the things that I love within uh, life and within our organization, uh, most certainly is when people um, bring ideas and when people uh, disagree uh, with me and tell me, I don't like that idea. This is what I think we should do. And I go, okay, what is that? And everybody does that because that is not an echo chamber. That's saying, I have the courage to tell you my own opinion. And here's what I think we should do. It stops me dead in my tracks every time I listen. I love it because then that's also says, Hey, we're a flat organization because I'm not looking to reinforce my own existing views. I'm looking for somebody to challenge my views and checks and balances. And you know that I do this because I call you and certain other people to, to kind of uh, checks and balances and litmus test oh, ideas yeah. or words or concepts or this test market things we're discussing, bringing the market and, sh- and have you guys shoot holes in it. And we do the same for one another. We all do it because it's, it's you, you, you brought one, a, a pro program in the market the other day and we're just, and it's our job to play all devil's advocate to one another so that we're, what are we creating? And then when we bring it together as a whole, we finally end up with some, but if we de- if we ever stop doing that, all we're doing is having an echo chamber yeah, because we, we we live in this reinforcement of well, it's just humdrum. I guess it's just the way it is. And I really go outside of my way, out of my way to get news, get information, uh, uh, get articles, consume things from so many different places. Because if you go you know, kind of maybe, maybe to the main things, you're going to get the echo chamber and, um, and oh, you know, it's almost predictable fodder. It should be, you're right. It's a uh, feature, you know, that predictability, it's a feature of one, the echo chamber, and it's really nothing more than propaganda it, it, to a certain extent. Information and driven propaganda that's constantly in the face. And it's, it's, it's not only, everywhere in the world. And you find, you, you also find places where you don't have that. You find legitimate information with tremendous integrity. And then you have driven propaganda. And there's this, I, I can't remember who said right. it, but there's it, a quote that says, propaganda does not, does not deceive people. It merely helps them to deceive themselves. For, you know, for me personally, uh, my growth comes from learning uh, about anything. Uh, others, things, science, 
industry, whatever it may be. But I try to open my brain and mind and heart up to um, the willingness to take things in and embrace them. I, I, maybe it's because I been, spend my time and have living all over the world and traveling all over the world that everyone in the world is so different that I, I love that. But it's it's very important to me personally that I, I embrace I embrace difference and, and um, tolerance and acceptance and I, I embrace the ability um, for people to speak up and uh, and go their own way, which I think is a Fleetwood Mac song. But <laughs> it's a fleet. Go yeah. your own way. I know that song. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's good. What, but, what album is that for? You should know this. You are such a music fan. I, 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 I don't know what album that's off of. Rumors. I wasn't a gigantic fan, but um, but it is. I, I do know it was. It was. It was. But um, well, listen. Um, thank you so much for this time, Tim. No, you got it, man. And uh, gosh, we could sit here and talk on and on and on and on about this. And I'm sure we will have another conversation along these uh, lines of uh, virtues. It's so important. Absolutely, it is. Yeah, life is important. Thanks for listening to the Gamut Podcast. If you have ideas, suggestions, or would like to join us or even sponsor future podcasts, simply email me at jcollins at idealliance.org. That's J-C-O-L-L-I-N-S at idealliance.org. Take care and have a productive day.